from St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota. They call it the nest. The Cardinals tangle with the Carlton Knights in MIC Conference men's basketball action here on Southern Minnesota's sports leader for over 75 years, the mighty 920 KDHL. Carlton Knights last encounter was Wednesday. They had a 18-point lead with nine and a half minutes to go in the first half and ended up falling to McAllister by 15. That McAllister team came here last Saturday and lost to St. Mary's, scoring their lowest total of the season. I think it was 54 points. So <laughs> this is not exactly a gimme here for the Carlton Knights today. There are no gimmies in the MIC Conference. Right now, the standings have the Johnnies undefeated on top. Gusties are one game back. Then you got Hamlin at 5-3. and three. Concordia, Bethel, Carlton, St. Olaf are all 4-4 four and four in the league. McAllister is 3-5. and five. Augsburg is 2-6. St. Mary's is 2-7. And, and St. Scholastica is 1-7 in MIAC Conference play. Now, it's too early to say must games, but Carlton obviously stopped the reeling. A week ago, we were up at Concordia, and they gave up over 90 points to the Cobbers. 87 points were scored on Wednesday. I don't think there's any secret that the Carlton Knights want to get back to Carlton-type defense today against St. Mary's. We'll see if that happens. Our broadcast to service, of course, of Carlton, also Amesbury Truth. Federated Mutual Insurance will bring you our halftime report and all the statistics as well. As the Cardinals are warming up on the hoop, kind of in front of me, I am situated about at the top of the key on one end of the floor, and the other end seems to be a long way away, <laughs> to be quite honest. But that's where we're situated, and we'll call it the best we can here. I can't remember what this auditorium is actually called, but they affectionately call it the nest. And it says Cardinal Pride on each of the matting behind the baskets. And I love the fact that the matting covers nearly the entire under-the-basket portion of the court, not just a little square under the basket like it was back in my day. <laughs> you need padding along the whole back wall. So, again... We're going to run over some information for you. I want to thank Dave Pape and his staff for getting us some information that uh, they do not have handed out here. For example, the MIC conference standings that I just went over with you. What's going on today in the MIC? All are 3 o'clock starts. St. Olaf at Bethel, McAllister at Augsburg, Concordia at St. Scholastica, and Gustavus at Hamlin. On Monday, by the way, I'll be at Carleton when Bethel comes to town. A 7 o'clock tip-off will get underway about 6.45. Also on Monday, St. Scholastica's at St. Olaf. Gustavus is at St. John's. Boy, that ought to be a doozy. That's on Monday, MLK Day. Augsburg is at Concordia, and Hamlin is at McAllister. Coming into this game, St. Mary's is averaging 69 points a game. They're giving up 78 approximately. They are a 45% shooting team. Their opponents have shot 49% roughly. Three-pointers, they have 98. Their opponents have 133. They're shooting 33%. Their opponents 38. Made threes per game, seven for St. Mary's. 
the same number that Carlton has and nine and a half for their opponents. Free throws, 67% as a team with 108 points scored at the free throw line. They're averaging about eight free throws made per game. Rebounds, they're at 30.4, a minus six on the glass. Carlton is a plus on the glass. In fact, a week ago, they were the best rebounding team, and they still are the best rebounding team combined rebounds in the conference. Carlton ranks fourth in offense, averaging 74 a game, 10th in offense in St. Mary's at 69. In defense, Carlton ranks fifth now. They were number one last Saturday. They're giving up 72.3 points per game, and that's with the game in the 90s a week ago and 87 on Wednesday. The St. Mary's... University Cardinals on defense ranked seventh. I already told you about 78 a game. The number one rebounding team is still Carlton. Total rebounds 36.3. They're tied for number one in offensive rebounds at 10.2 per game. But if you're getting double digit offensive rebounds, you're obviously not shooting all that well. I point that out only because St. John's, who's undefeated, is the worst offensive rebounding team in the league. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> you're not getting a lot of offensive rebounds if you're making baskets. So that's one statistic. I, You know, it shows you have good hustle and, and all that, but it also can be a... F- I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here because I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but <laughs> if you're going to shoot well, you're not going to get a lot of offensive rebounds. Turnovers... Turnover margin number two is Carlton, even with their 20 turnovers on Wednesday. They're number two in the number per game at 10.4, and margin, which is a plus 2.3. St. Mary's turnover margin, they're fifth. They're dead even in the turnover margin, and they rank sixth in number, averaging 13.1 turnovers per game. So those are some of the statistics that's all on the paper. Right, they play the game on the hardwood. Free throw percentage, Carlton is third with the number and second in percentage. They're 75.6% as a team from the free throw line in the MIC and have scored 177 points. That's third best in the league. St. Mary's ranks ninth in percentage and ninth in the total number of free throws made. They have played one more game than Carlton has, and they have 108 points at the free throw line. 108. That ranks ninth. They also rank ninth in percentage at 67.1%. And three pointers. Uh, Carlton ranks ninth in percentage. They're number five in the number of three point uh, baskets. And I was just looking that up just before we hit the airwaves and, and didn't get a chance to look up St. Mary's just yet so those are some of the statistics congratulations again goes to luke harris on wednesday he jumped into the thousand point scoring list he surpassed august schlafer he's now number 30 on the list and he has just six points to get to tom klimish klimish from 91 to 95 played 99 games and scored 1023 points luke harris a junior, still got another year left, hopefully no injuries. In 63 games, 
He has scored 1,017. If he gets six points, he'll get to 29, obviously more than that. And 28th is Michael Armacost in 65 games from 1955 to 58. So comparable to what Luca's doing. Armacost did that, but Luca's a year ahead of that, too. I was on Armacost's final career total, 65 games. But remember, freshmen did not play back in the 1950s. They didn't get to play. They had to play uh, freshman games. They were not able to play varsity basketball back in those days. So those totals would be for three years, I do believe. I don't think I'm mistaken on that. Zach Johnson, the all-time leading scorer in Carl tonight history. Boy, was he an offensive machine in 106 games from 2005 through 2009. Zach scored over 2,000 points. He's the only Carl tonight to ever eclipse the 2,000 point mark. And I got to tell you, Luke Harris has a shot. He has a shot at getting there if he continues on the pace he's doing. He's leading the MIC in scoring right now. And like I said on Wednesday, I guarantee you that Luke would have taken a victory on Wednesday rather than jumping into the 1,000 point club. He's he's a team guy through and through. And like I like to call him, he's cool hand Luke. This St. Mary's team's got some talent on it. They have the eighth leading scorer in Gideon. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I got that wrong. Eighth leading scorer. I'll look it up, okay? We'll take a break, and I'll look up their leading score. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, we looked it up. Cameron Mallory is ranked eighth in the MIC in scoring, and he is the number one leading scorer on this team. St. Mary's, he's averaging in about 30 minutes a game. He shoots 52% from the field. He has a 14 threes, shooting 35% from there. He's a good free throw shooter, 70%, 21 of 30. He averages four and a half rebounds. He has 18 assists. 18 assists in their 14 games. And he is averaging 16.4 a game. That's overall stats. 15.5 is... Uh, Brayton Beisman, they are the two leading scorers. The only two guys in double figures, averaging just over nine, is Jabari Sawyer. Owen Ziegler is averaging about nine. And then you've got uh, Bruce Lockwood at six for St. Mary's. For Carlton, we already told you, Luke Harris leads the MIC in scoring, 21.7. Matt Banavets is averaging 15.1. And about 11 points a game for Sam Coling, who's really come on, the freshman, has really blossomed here right before our very eyes. Alex Gibbons is averaging 9.2, so he's on the doorstep of double digits. And then 5.4 for Spencer Getz, who landed on his... He said it wasn't his tailbone, his lower back was giving him trouble. He got trucked by the... Uh, one of the young men from McAllister on Wednesday, not once but twice, same guy both times. <laughs> yeah. 
I saw him after the game. I said, how's the tailbone? He said, well, it's not really the tailbone. It's the lower back. It's stiffening up on me, and, boy, you don't want that. So he was putting some uh, some uh, balm of some sort on before the game here, and hopefully he's feeling better. I should have asked him, but I didn't. I tend to let the guys uh, do their warm-ups. So we're just a few minutes away from the introduction to starting lineups. We'll try to get the PA announcer so you get the whole feel of it here at the nest on the campus of St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota. MIC Conference men's basketball action. Got them back on the court. And St. Mary's is concluding their warm-ups in front of us here. And again... I am at about the top of the key, the basket to the left on the court. The right one is on the other end of the floor. So I'll tell you where I'm at the scorer's table, on the very end of the scorer's table, right next to the Carlton bench. Yep, I could reach out and shake hands with the Carlton coaches. That's how close I am to the Carlton bench. And I feel right at home by a bench. <laughs> Spent a lot of time there. We'll have more pregame analysis in this one as the Carlton Knights get ready to tangle with the St. Mary's University Cardinals. Knights want to get back on the winning track. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Now we're just about set to get this one underway. The officials on the floor here shaking hands with the coaches for Carlton in front of me. And uh, Coach Kershaw just exchanged pleasantries with the head coach of St. Mary's. He is Joe Fano in his sixth season. He is assisted by Nick Bob and, of course, Carlton's Ryan Kershaw in his second year, reigning MIC Conference Coach of the Year. And his assistants are Tyler Gray and Steve Knutson. As St. Mary's is going over by their bench, Car Carlton is coming over by their bench. And again, we'll have the introduction of the starting lineups. I'm guessing they'll probably have a playing of the national anthem. We'll see if they do that right away. They got 198 to nothing on the scoreboard. The cart. The Cardinals over the Knights. 198 to nothing is on the scoreboard. <laughs> if that were to happen, it would be some kind of a record. That's all I know. So. 
hopefully they see that and get it to zero to zero before we get started. Here we go. And here to NCAA and Miami values. Good afternoon, basketball fans, and welcome to the St. Mary's University Gymnasium, home of this afternoon's Mayak basketball contest between the visiting Knights of Carleton College and your St. Mary's Cardinals. And this time we ask you to please rise, remove your caps, and face our nation's flag as we pay honor to America with the playing of our national anthem. some Carlton basketball, not Cardinal basketball, but I understand his drift. <laughs> As the Carlton Knights and their road blue 
with a little maze on the side. The C for Carlton on the side of their shorts and Carlton emblazoned across their chests in white. And the Cardinals in their home white with red and black wavy lines on the shorts. Black numerals with red trim. It says St. Mary's, all spelled out St. and Mary's on the front of their uniforms. As Colding will be jumping up against Bruce Lockwood Jr. And Lockwood Jr. 6'3". Not the tallest guy on the team, but he must have the best vertical. As they step in at the SMU logo, the tap controlled by, well, the Cardinals have it. To start the game, moving right to left on your radio dial will be the Cardinals. And the Knights will be going left to right on the radio dial. And I assume it's the same on video, too, because the camera is behind me here. As Mallory, their leading scorer, is a shot from 18. It's no good. Rebound, Banovich taps it out to... Well, actually, they're going to track that down again. Jabari Sawyer has the ball, gets the screen, dribbles to his right. He'll get it behind him. They're looking to dribble, penetrate in the lane. A handoff to Lockwood. He goes in, off glass, misses. Rebound, Banovitz. Both hands high in the air, grabs that board. Gets it out to Gibbons. Gibbons passes it to Banovitz on the left wing, fakes the three, dribbles to the top of the key, looking for a cutter, gets it on the right side to Getz, hands it off to Coling. Coling backs up, gets it back to Getz. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Banovitz hands it off to Luke Harris. Harris gets it on the block. Gibbons, turnaround jumper, missed it. Rebound comes down to Getz. They got a fresh 20 to work with. Nice pass by Getz to Gibbons. He gets shut off on the baseline. Now Getz dribbles through the lane. Takes one way, goes the other, misses it, tries to get a rebound, tip it back up and in. And, well, they got the offensive rebounds, a couple of different shots, but they weren't able to get it to go down as Sawyer brings it up. Left-handed dribble, stops, pops a three. It's no good, not close. Rebound taken on by Getz. He'll leave it for Harris. Harris, waist-high, right-handed dribble, was getting in attack mode. Here's a three by Banovets. It's no good. Rebound snatched out of the air that time by Brayton Beisman. We have no score almost two minutes into the game. As Beisman goes in the lane, tries to dump it off. It almost got stolen. Now Mallory goes in the teeth of the defense. And here's a shot from the right side that's no good. I got blocked out by an official that time. As Harris brings it up waist high, right-handed dribble. Stops, pops a triple, and it comes up short. Rebound taken down by Mallory. Mallory, 6'5", long arms, very... Thin, very athletic. A couple of left-handed dribbles. As I said, he's the eighth leading scorer in the MIC. Luke Harris from Carlton leads the league in scoring. Pass goes on the right side. He almost fell down with the ball as Sawyer. They get it back out front. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Mallory will launch a three, and it's bottom of the net. First bucket is scored about two and a half minutes into the game by the Cardinals, and they're up 3-0 as Luke Harris brings the ball up. In that waist-high right-handed dribble, hands it off to Coling. Banavet swings it over to Gibbons on the left wing. Gibbons gets it on the block to Coling. Coling, couple of right-handed dribbles, now a couple of left. Gets double-teamed, dumps it off to Getz. Eight seconds on the shot clock, six seconds. Harris is going to have to go in or try to. There's two seconds, they're not going to get a shot off. And here comes St. Mary's. Mallory comes flying up the floor. They want to get going and beat the Carlton defense. Going in, shooting it off glass and scoring is Jabari Sawyer. So it's 5-0. Cardinals as Coach 
Kershaw is concerned in looking on the offensive set here by Carlton as Gibbons dribbles to his right. Banovich shoots a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Beisman, and they have a chance to really open up a lead here. As directing traffic on the right wing is Ziegler. Gets it back out front to Mallory, who hit that triple. They get it on the block. Beisman, turnaround jumper over Luke Harris, scores. And about four minutes into the game, it's 7-0 St. Mary's. Carlton, obviously, is stone cold. It's very cold here in Minnesota, about three degrees when I pulled up. They're talking below zero all the way through Tuesday, beginning tonight. Lob pass underneath. Oh, he missed the layup. Alex Gibbons, it was wide open, a great pass, and Mallory just forces the action. We're going to have a foul, I think, on Coling as he just took it to the rack. Just absolutely took it to the rack, and it is going to be on Coling. So Coling gets called for his first foul, and that'll put Mallory at the free throw line. I already told you he's a 70% free throw shooter on the season. He had missed only nine free throws coming into today. And he swishes the first one. You probably heard it rip the nylon. He missed the second one. Eight nothing our score. Gibbons gets a rebound over to Harris. Harris brings it across midcourt. Leaves it for Gibbons. Hands it off to Coling. Coling almost lost it. Gets it in the corner now. Harris... Harris drives right baseline. He gets shut off there. Now to Getz. Getz between the legs dribble. Will dribble to his left. There's 10 seconds on the shot clock. Gibbons kind of forced up a three. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Beisman. And there's still Ofer in the lane. Shots up. Jabari Sawyer scores. And Coach Kershaw says, I need a timeout. They're down double digits. Not quite. Five minutes into the game. It's 10-0 St. Mary's. Here in Winona, you're listening to Carl the Knight, MIC Conference Basketball on KDHL. ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges and the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops lifelong learners. The Carlton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carlton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Well, we'll see what adjustments Carleton makes, but they're down 10-0 here about five minutes into the game. And they've had some good shots, too. They just haven't been able to get them to go down. As Luke Harris gets the ball from Coling and will bring it up, and they are going to give pressure. Sawyer will 
try and make him use up some energy, right? On the right side, Banavets back to Sawyer. Or, excuse me, Harris. Now a dump off and uh, deflected out of bounds. Miles Fritch will check in for Alex Gibbons here with 14.53 to go in the first half. 16 seconds on the shot clock as Carlton's Luke Harris will inbound it underneath the basket. The Banavets on the block. Banavets takes a couple of dribbles right. Body bumped and he, oh, we missed the layup. Felt the pressure, made a nice move, but again, they missed it. Coming down and scooping it up, and we're going to have a foul called on Carlton as attacking the rack again was Jabari Sawyer. They called this one on Luke Harris, his first. So Jabari Sawyer, 5'11", junior from Chicago, Illinois, stands at the free throw line, takes a deep sigh. After a couple of dribbles, he swishes it. Sawyer is their third leading scorer. He averages nine points a game. He is a 73% free throw shooter. He's only missed nine all year. And that one is also good. 12-0 St. Mary's. As Luke Harris brings the ball up, passes it on the right side. Fritch gets it out front. Now Chuck Sweat in the game as well for Carlton. As Getz dribbles to his right, hands it off to Harris. Back to Getz, and it's a turnover by Carlton. Just a little too tall. Getz with that bad back. Probably not able to elevate like normal. And it's 12-0. As Sawyer brings it up across midcourt, stops at the top of the key, swings it on the right side. He's in the game here. Uh, well, that's Ziegler. Mallory has it out front with a pink tennis. Dribbles to his right, goes down the lane. High off window, misses. Good rebound by Fritch. Miles Fritch will bring it up the floor, middle of the floor, pass it right side to Sweat. Sweat back to Getz. Getz throws up a 10-footer, and they finally score at the 13.53 mark of the first half. It's 12-2, St. Mary's. Good news is there's lots of time left. As in the game is Kai Branham. He's a 6'6 sophomore from Bemidji, Minnesota. He sets a screen for Sawyer. Gets the ball back. Looks to dribble penetrate. Is shut off. Now hands it off to Ziegler. Ziegler guarded by Harris. Almost had it stolen. He dribbles into the peak. Harris gets the steal. Harris comes flying up. He's got three on one. And a layup by Coling with a nice pass from Chuck Sweat. And Winona, St. Mary's, is going to take the timeout. With 13-13 to go in the first half, it's 12-4. St. Mary's as Carlton has scored Federated a couple of Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring, and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family, and yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. 
Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. St. Mary's took that time out, 13-13 to go in the half. It's 12-4, St. Mary's leads. They'll bring the ball up. And Luke Harris will pick someone up at about the volleyball attack line. As bringing the ball up is Ziegler. Gets it to Mallory, guarded by the freshman Coling. Dribbles to his right. On the right side, it's a three. It's no good. Rebound yanked down by Chuck Sweat. He'll get it over to Luke Harris. Harris dribbles to his left hand, goes in, got the contact, and it will be a foul call. And so Luke Harris will be going to the free throw line. Foul's going to be on Beisman, Brayton Beisman, the 6'4 junior from Invergrove Heights. Luke Harris heads to the free throw line. 30th on the all-time scoring list is Luke. Six points away from number 29. As he hits the two, and it's 12-5, and things are looking a little better here for Carlton. Mallory brings the ball up, puts his two hands in a fist and punches them. As he brings the ball up, Ziegler gets it on the block. Here's a shot, point blank, missed. Rebound taken down by Coling. Gabriel Cummings in the game. <laughs> the coaches were like, you think he falls down by himself? Frisch misses a three. Rebound comes down to, well, St. Mary's. As Ziegler has it. Ziegler tries to dump it off going in. Shots up, no good. Rebound taken down by Coling. Shooting that ball was Jamari Moore. He's a 6'3 junior for St. Mary's. Harris can't handle the ball, and it's a turnover. 12-6 is our score. St. Mary's leads it. They went up to a 12-0 lead, so it's a 6-0 run here by Carlton. Here's a turnaround jumper. Nice catch and fadeaway there by Beisman. And that ends the scoring drought for the uh, Cardinals. And the run by Carlton. Pass goes on the right side to Cummings. Out front to Sweat for three. And it's in and out. No good. And rattled out. It was going to go down. Coming flying up is Mallory. Mallory goes right to the basket. Turns around. Fade away. And it's good. So Mallory scores. And it's 16-6. Back to a double-digit lead here by the Cardinals. As Luke Harris Dribbles to his left, hands it off to Sweat, top of the key. Coling swings it right side to Cummings. Cummings out front now to Fritch. Fritch falls down, and they're going to call a trip on St. Mary's. I know it sounds like a hockey game, but it was a trip. And it's going to be on Moore, his first. Shooting percentages. Carlton is shooting 15% from the field. They're 0 for 6 from three-point range. 15%. As cold as the weather right now. As Carlton gets the ball in. Gibbons to Fritch. 
Rifles it underneath, and another turnover for Carl. So with 11.05 to go, they can up their 16-6 lead back up to the 12 that they had to start the game when it was 12-0. And we had a, a clock violation here, or not a violation, but a problem with the clock. Then the officials are talking about where the clock should be. Meanwhile, the Cardinals are huddled near the logo. They will re-inbound the ball. Mallory will be the trigger man on the floor along with the Branham and Beisman and Moore. And Ziegler. Mallory gets the ball after inbounding it, gets it right back. Bounces it on the right side. Here's a shot from 18, no good. Rebound taken down by Alex Gibbons. Gibbons ahead to Cummings. Cummings dribbles to his left. Banovets was open for an instant there. They swing it over to Cummings. Cummings in the corner, sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Moore. Where the shooting coldness continues as the pass is up. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Carlton has almost another turnover. Banovets gets it in the corner to Gibbons. He loses the defender, misses a 15-footer. Out front, Fritsch gets it over to Cummings. It's a three. It's no good. Man, oh, man, the shooting is just not there. Two field goals and 15 attempts. And here's a shot no good from three. It's taken down by Banovets. Needs some close... Need some closer shots. They're 0 for 8 from three-point range. As Cummings. Banovitz was open in the middle. They didn't get him the ball. Sweat three is good. Boy, did they need that. 9.37 to go. Chuck Sweat hits a triple. And it's 16 to 9 in favor of St. Mary's. Mallory with a ball out front being guarded by Gibbons. Goes right side to the young man from Bemidji Branham. Ziegler has it, guarded by Fritsch. Now gets it back to Mallory. Mallory is going to hand it off. No, he's not. He's going to bounce it underneath. Wide open is the layup by Beisman. Beisman clearly gets the layup, and it was uncontested. 18-9, St. Mary's. I'm sure the Carlton coaches think that's too easy. As Cummings. Passes it right side to Sweat. We got a whistle. Sweat hits the three. Of course, there was a whistle before they hit three. Ball's going to be on Moore, the 6'3 junior from Broadview, Illinois. Checking in now is going to be Milan. Adamovic, the 6'6 junior from Chicago, Illinois, is in the game. So Cummings will look to inbound it. He lobs it in the middle of the lane to Banovets. Banovets is fouled from behind by Lockwood Jr. Force, blue, force. Cardinals foul number three, Bruce Lockwood Jr., his first. 
So Lockwood Jr. gets called for the foul. Cummings lots it in to Gibbons. Gibbons hands it off to Fritsch. And another turnover as Fritsch tried to pass it in the corner and Getz just cannot jump. That back has to be bothering him. He just could not reach out and grab it, and he's hurting right now, I think. Luke Harris getting ready to check back in for Carlton as Lockwood Jr. gets the ball. He'll pass it underneath. Looking to dribble, penetrate. Sawyer shoots, misses. Cummings gets the rebound, gets it ahead to Fritch. Fritch out to Getz. Now on the left wing, Cummings for three. Bottom of the net. Cummings hits a triple. Carlton now has... Some threes. Is out front with the basketball is Sawyer. He'll pass it on the baseline. Shots up right under the basket is Adamovic. Adamovic, 6-6 from Chicago. Makes it 20-12, St. Mary's. 7.54 to go in the half. Gets turns the corner. Finger roll is good. Well, he got up for that one. Spencer Getz has four. As bringing the ball up is Sawyer. Gets it out front. Now pass goes in the left corner. They get it back on the wing. Back top of the key. They go with it to Moore. Moore dribbles down the lane. Stops. Pops. Misses. Rebound taken out by Gibbons to Cummings. Cummings brings it up the near sideline. Goes toward the middle of the floor. Gets in the corner to Banavets. Banavets. One dribble. And then uh, he lost the ball. Coming flying up is St. Mary's. Coming into the lane. Shots up off glass. It does not go in. It's put back up and in by Bruce Lockwood Jr. 22-14. Carlton already has five turnovers in this game. They were the best in terms of not turning it over in the country a week ago. Coming down the lane. Now they get it back top of the key. Cummings another three. Bang! He hits another one. Cummings has been like a butterscotch lifesaver for Carlton here. A couple of triples and it's 22-17. I said butterscotch because it's my favorite flavor. Here's a near steal. They get it in the corner. Back on the left wing. They get it top of the key. And they're picking his way. And we're going to have a foul, I think, on Fritsch. <laughs> he, did, he did follow him, I do believe, as Sawyer will go to the free throw line again. Mallory getting ready to come back in, the leading scorer for the Cardinals. Likewise, Luke Harris. Not only the leading scorer for the Knights, but the leading scorer in the league. Sawyer's free throw is no good. Colling's going to check back in. Also in the game for the Carlton Knights is Brandon Zito. He's a 6'1 junior from San Marino, California. Cummings sits down, Fritsch sits down, Gibbons sits down. Luke Harris also back in the game. Second free throw is good. 23-17. They were down by 12, so this looks a lot better. As Harris brings it across midcourt, a little skip and a step between the legs dribble, bounces it out to Getz. Hand off to Harris. Harris dribbles toward his right, trying to find a way, but they are really collapsing and not allowing him to get in the lane. 
Vanovitz gets it back to Harris, who's going to go baseline. His defender clapping his hands in front of him, gets it out to Banovets. Five seconds on the shot clock. Banovets has to shoot a kind of a forced shot and a smart play by Zito. He threw the ball off the leg of one of the Cardinals, did Zito, and they'll get a new 20 seconds. Very smart play by the young man from San Marino, California. So Harris is going to inbound it here. He gets it to Zito. Over to Banavent. Lockwood Jr. really guarded him hard here. As Getz gets it out front to Harris. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Harris dribbles left. Again, they got help, but he gets to the rack. Scores, and he's fouled. Well, I don't know how he got around that defender, but he did. Cool hand Luke goes to the free throw line with a chance to make this a one-possession game. As Luke Harris at the charity stripe scores. Any really good score, and Luke's a really good scorer, gets to the free throw line. It's a one-possession game. Five minutes, 30 seconds to go in the half. Ziegler goes baseline, gets his on him. He'll leave it for Adamovic. Adamovic, they almost got the steal. Adamovic gets it back out front to Sawyer. Jabari Sawyer, guarded by Harris, gets a screen, goes in, throws it up high off window, no good. Rebound, well, they got guys whapping at it. It's a shot clock violation for St. Mary's, and now they're going to discuss whether or not it is a shot clock violation, but it should be. Clock went off and never did hit the rim, so I don't know what they're talking about. They put one second on the clock. Well, they're putting one second on the clock as Beisman checks in here for St. Mary's. One second on the clock. Beisman stands in the middle of the lane, goes in the left corner. Boy, that was awful close to being five. He hit the side of the backboard, Ziegler with a shot. It didn't catch rim, so it's a shot clock violation. So now Carlton will get the ball with a chance to tie the game with a three-point play. Wow. As Harris brings the ball up on the floor now with Coling and Banavets. Spencer Getz is also on the floor along with Zito. Handoff goes to Harris. Between the legs dribble. Gets in the lane. Backs in. Pass it to Getz. 15-footer. Good. Spencer Getz hits the open shot. And we got a one-point game with 4.42 to go. Great comeback. They were down by 12 a couple of times. Bounce pass goes free throw line, extended left to Mallory. Dribbles, they've done a great job on him. On the right side, pass goes into, oh my, he just took it right to the rack. Bruce Lockwood Jr., the 6'3 senior from Shakopee, and he's got some muscles. 25-22, Cardinals push the lead back up to three. As Getz turns the corner, shoots the 10-footer, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Ziegler. Ziegler will pass it ahead. Coming flying up the floor is Sawyer. Sawyer at the free throw line. Left side, Ziegler for three, and it's a transition triple. A transition triple by Ziegler. 
And it's 28-22, back up to a six-point lead as we've got a timeout with 2.58, or is that 3.58, to go in the first half. It's 28-22. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring, and those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. 28-22, St. Mary's leads with uh, 3.50 to go. Harris was going to go in for a shot. The ball got knocked away out of bounds, and it'll be Carlton basketball. 3.47 to go. 20 seconds on the shot clock as Harris gets ready to inbound the ball. Underneath the basket, passes it into Banavets. Banavets gets in the lane and makes the shot. Little semi-hook in the middle of the lane. And it's 28-24, Cardinals. St. Olaf wants to get back to that really good defense. Mallory dribbles to his right, gets on the right side. Ziegler now on the right side to Beisman. Beisman with a big headband, bounces it to Mallory, makes a spin move in the lane, spins one way, then the other, and scores over Colling. And it's 30-24. to 24. Mallory's got a quiet eight points. As Harris wanted to cross over and has it stolen away, coming back the other way, Mallory wanted to do a half-court bounce pass, and it got kicked by Spencer Getz. wonder if Spencer played any soccer. Had he not kicked that, that would have been a wide open layup on the other end. I think it's kind of obvious that the Cardinals like to run, and now the Cardinals are going to take a timeout. Three minutes, two seconds to go in this first half. Carlton back in it. We're down by 12 early. In fact, it was 12-0 to start the game. It's now 30-24 to in favor of St. Mary's, and We'll keep it right here for this time out and let you know that on Monday night, yep, I know it's a holiday, Martin Luther King Day. It's a holiday, but guess what? Carlton will be home and they'll be playing the Bethel Royals. We'll get underway about 645 Monday night, and it's going to be in the deep freeze. They're talking below zero tonight all the way through Tuesday here in not only in northern Minnesota, where you kind of expect it this time of year, but also here in southern Minnesota. St. Mary's, of course, University is in Winona, right on the Wisconsin border. As Mallory bounces it on the right side, Mississippi River in this town as Lockwood bounces it. And there's another baseline basket by Beisman. 32-24 is our score. As Cummings 
Out front to Getz. Back to Cummings. Back to Getz. Getz lobs it to Banavets. Banavets takes a couple of dribbles one way, then the other, and makes the layup. Showed good patience that time and felt the defender and then just used him to spin himself to the basket. 2.22 to go. It's 32-26. Carlton needs a stop here. Mallory on the left wing. Dribbles to his right. Off the dribble. Passes it to Sawyer. Sawyer dribbles to his left. We're approaching 10 seconds on the shot clock. Back out to get to Beisman. Beisman shoots the 10-footer. It's no good. Rebound taken out by Spencer Getz. We're approaching two minutes to go in the first half. Cummings, middle of the floor, stops at the free throw line, shoots and misses. Rebound taken down by Beisman. He'll hand it off to Sawyer. 32-26, and they're taking their sweet time and bringing the ball up now. Sawyer at the volleyball attack line, bounces it to Lockwood Jr. He'll take a couple of dribbles left, and he'll hand it off to Mallory. Mallory, still guarded by the freshman Coling. Nice help there by Zito. Shots up off glass. No good. And they're going to call foul on Carlton as Lockwood Jr. was going to the basket. It's going to be on Banovitz. That's his first. So Bruce Lockwood Jr. goes to the free throw line. He's a 6'3 senior from Shakopee, and he makes the free throw. Sweat. He's a 60% free throw shooter. Didn't look like it on the first one. He did on the second. Getz gets the rebound. Cummings with the ball down by seven is Carlton. They were down by 12 early. A minute 23 to go in the half. Getz hands it off to Cummings. He's been hot from that top of the key. Here's a three by Gibbons. It's an air ball. Sweat had it and then it's taken right away. Sawyer comes back the other way. Alley-oop and... He gets the dunk. Well, I don't know. Ann was in the cylinder, but he gets the dunk on the alley-oop. 35-26 is our score. As Sweat swings it to Gibbons. Getz was going to go back to Gibbons. He didn't look for the ball. Now Cummings dribbles to his right, and it goes right through the hands of Coling and out of bounds. 47 seconds to go in the half. Up by nine, they can get it back to double digits again. As Sawyer will bring the ball up. Ziegler to his left. Lockwood Jr. standing at the free throw line. Beisman is off to the left. Looks like they're going to go for uh, winding this shot clock down. Because there is a difference between the two, about 16 seconds. Beisman dribbles to his right. In the corner, Ziegler for three. Bang! They're back to double digits, 38-26, back to a 12-point lead after they fought their tails off and got it to one at one point. Gibbings will bounce it to the top of the key. Getz spins to his right. Gibbons, you can hear him counting down the shot clock, gets the uh, attack basket. Gibbons steals it, and well, they're going to call... I guess they didn't call a foul, but Ziegler is going to inbound it here. With four-tenths of a second left in the half, the pass comes in. And he hits the wires 
right at midcourt. Trying a full court shot was Beisman. That trajectory actually was pretty good had it not hit the wires. <laughs> Here at halftime, it's 38-28. St. Mary's with a double-digit lead. They led 12-0 to start the game. Carlton got it to a one-point game, but then they went cold again for a while. And meanwhile, uh, well, uh, St. Mary's has not been cold. They're shooting 47% from the field. Thank heavens they're not hot from three-point range, 33%. Carlton has as many threes. In fact, Carlton is is uh, three for 12. Three for nine is St. Mary's. At the free throw line, Carlton's got to get there more. They're three for three from the charity stripe and five for eight from the free throw line are the Cardinals. We'll have more statistical information during our Federated Insurance out of Owatonna halftime report. They've got a dance line from St. Mary's that's going to perform for the crowd here. Actually, not a bad crowd considering how cold it is, how crummy it is outside. The wind chill has got to be brutal. It was three degrees when I pulled up, and I mean the wind is whipping here in southern Minnesota. I think it was a little higher, though. When I drove through Kenyon, I saw a street sign. It was just absolutely whipping in the wind, so it must not be... A, you know, totally in the ground, if you know what I'm saying. 38-28, Cardinals lead at halftime. I even got paper stats to share with you. Thanks to the stat crew here at St. Mary's University, we'll share them with you. Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops life long learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carlton develops leaders. 10-point Cardinal lead, 38-28. And Carlton has given up a lot of points in the first half of games lately. They gave up 40 on Wednesday. They gave up over 50 last Saturday. It's getting better, though. I mean, 38 here today. But uh, and then the offense kind of went out the window. They only shot 38% in the first half. They're 25% from three-point range. They're a plus four, 20 to 16 on the glass. They have six assists on their 11 field goals, nine assists on the 15 field goals for St. Mary's. St. Mary's led by Mallory. He had a quiet, I'd say, 10 points. I mean, the alley-oop for the dunk, I, I thought, you know, his hands were in the cylinder when he... When he, uh, but I guess you know they deemed it non-interference. Anyway, thirty-eight twenty-eight is our score. What was I going to do? I was going to look up some other scores around the league. Is what I went to do here, and I want to get just uh, 
men's basketball at the moment. Here at the half, there's no score reported. McAllister at Augsburg. No score reported. St. Olaf at Bethel. No score reported. Gustavus at Hamlin. And no score reported. Concordia at St. Scholastica. Kind of typical there for the so-called scoreboard. 38-28 is our score here at the half. St. Mary's on top of Carlton. I got the official paper stats in front of me, and they tell me pretty much the same that the uh, live stats do. Carlton's never led in this game. They were down 12-0 before you could even blink. And now it's back to a 10-point deficit. They did have an 8-point scoring run. They got to within one at one point. St. Mary's has 12 turnovers here in the first half. Well, I mean... They say Carlton only has... My life stats keep changing from the split box to a sling the box when I'm trying to get the thing to work here. Says here St. Mary's has only two turnovers. Wow. Seems like they had a few more than that. Anyway, Carlton has eight turnovers. Remember, they had 20 on Wednesday. That's been kind of a bugaboo. A team that was the best, one of the best. They were fourth best in the nation going into last Saturday's game. And they have 20. Well, they had uh, double digit on Saturday. They have double digit on Wednesday. And they're on the doorstep of double digit here today. A lot of... uh, Unforced turnovers, balls that weren't caught, that went right through the hands of people, and, you know, that sort of thing. One steal, it says here by Carlton. And four steals for St. Mary's. St. Mary's has two blocks. Individually for St. Mary's, as I mentioned earlier, kind of a quiet 10 points for Cameron Mallory, Brayton Beisman. Mallory is a four for six. Talk about efficiency, four for six in the field. He played 17 and a half minutes, had four rebounds and two assists to go along with his 10 points. He's a plus 10 on the plus minus. Bruce Lockwood Jr. is a plus 12. He's got five points, one assist and three rebounds and 14, 13, two of three from the field. Brayton Beisman is 4 for 10 from the field, 0 for 2 from Freeland. He's got 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 8 points in 1844. Jabari Sawyer played 1541, 2 for 6 from the field, 0 for 2 from Freeland. He has 7 points, 2 assists, and no rebounds. Owen Ziegler played 17 and a half minutes, 2 of 4 from the field, both from 3 point range. He's got 1 rebound, the 6 points in that 17.30. Kai Branham off the bench from Bemidji, five minutes, 47 seconds, had one steal. And Jamari Moore, six minutes, 49 seconds, 0 for two from the field, three rebounds, one assist. Milan Adamovic played three minutes and 46 seconds, was one for one for the field with two points but a minus six on the plus minus. Looking at Carlton scoring, 
leading the way for the Knights. Luke Harris has eight points. He has two rebounds. He's only shot four shots, but he's got three for three from the free throw line. He has one assist, two rebounds, one steal. Six points for Spencer Getz on three of six shooting. He had five rebounds and one assist in 14-25. Alex Gibbons played 11-25 and had two points, two rebounds. He's a minus 12. Getz is a minus 15. Harris is a minus 7. Matt Banovitz scored four points, had two rebounds. In 14-59, he's a minus 8. I think I told you Harris was a minus 7. Miles Fritch is a plus 7, played 945. Did not score, but he had two rebounds and two assists. Chuck Sweat had a big triple, three rebounds. And to go along with his three points, he's a minus one in seven minutes and 18 seconds of action. And I told you Cummings played 950, didn't I? Had, I thought he had two triples in the first half. I thought I saw him hit two triples. But the official stats here have him with one. Actually, they have him with none, and I know he hit a straight-on triple. Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong guy here. Cummings, it says here, one for two from three-point range. I could swear he hit two of them. Anyway, he had one rebound, three points. He's a minus five in the plus-minus, and Brandon Zito, a plus two, did not score or have a rebound. And he played four minutes and 53 seconds in the first half. So Carlton, again, needs to get some stops here. They have never led in this game. Points in the paint, 18-14 in favor of the Cardinals. Turnovers, Cardinals have 12. Here it says Carlton has, well, it says they have four points off turnovers. Four points off the 12. Well, wait a minute here. Four points off the two turnovers by St. Mary's. Carlton has eight turnovers, and St. Mary's has scored 12 points off those eight turnovers. There, we got that right. Second chance points, 3-2 in favor of the Cardinals. 4-3 in fast break points in favor of Carlton. And the bench points, Carlton has outscored the St. Mary's bench 6-2. If you would have told me before the game that Carlton's bench outscores St. Mary's bench, I'd tell you they had the lead of the half. But they don't. They're down by 10, 38-28, primarily because some very cold shooting. My, oh, my. 38% from the field, 25% from three-point range. St. Mary's is 47% from the field and 33% from train land. As you are listening to the Federated Insurance of Faribault Halftime Report, our score here at the half, 38-28. St. Mary's University, we're in frigid, and every place is frigid in Minnesota right now. Frigid Winona, Minnesota. When I pulled up in my vehicle in the parking lot here, it was three above. Supposed to get to below zero tonight and stay that way all the way through Tuesday. 
pretty much all over the state of Federated Minnesota. Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, we're just about ready to get the second half underway. It's a 10-point lead for St. Mary's University here at the half. 38-28. Carlton had whittled it down to one point. In the... They went cold for a while, and for that little spurt, St. Mary's didn't. And so we'll see what adjustments they make here as the Knights are concluding their warm-ups. They'll be right in front of me somewhat. This is the end of the floor where Carlton, this basket is where I'm situated, right at the top of the key. I was looking in the crowd, didn't see Guy Cullen and his lovely bride, and so if they're listening, howdy duty. Hope we get a win here. <laughs> or in St. Mary's and Winona, and I, I don't recall a lot of success here, to be quite honest, over the years, and my memory is not what it once was, but it's been a tough place to play. For whatever reason. I mean, the bus ride isn't as long as it is to Concordia or St. Scholastica or it's about the same as St. John's, actually. So here we go. Get that second half underway. Carlton's got to get some stops and shoot a lot better. Let's see if going this end of the floor makes a difference. They call this place the nest. Protect the nest, they say. And they beat McAllister, held them to 54. And they're on par to do just about that against Carlton if they don't give up more points in the second half than they did in the first. They only gave up 54 to a McAllister team that scored 87 on Carlton Wednesday. So Gibbons and Colling, Getz, Harris, and Banovets on the floor for Carlton. It's Ziegler, Mallory, Beisman, Sawyer, Lockwood Jr. on the floor for the St. Mary's University Cardinals as we get the second half underway. Cody Kostfeld here at the 
KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL AM Faribault, Minnesota, 920 AM, 97.9 FM. Our free KDHL app. And, of course, Carlton, as Harris gets an easy layup. They had two screens there to free him for a layup. And he had no trouble making it. No trouble whatsoever. As the pass underneath, Lockwood Jr. gets an open layup. He's got seven points. I think they're off on the apparent points for Harris. The Panthers stats had him with eight in the first half, and they have him with seven on the scoreboard right now. As Harris dribbles to his left. Now gets on the left side. Layup missed it. Rebound taken down by Ziegler. Ziegler passing up, and they try to go all the way down the floor. Banovitz nearly gets the steal. They tried to get it to Lockwood Jr. They are releasing a guy right away. Try and get an easy bucket. Back to a 10-point game. It's 40-30. St. Mary's leads. They will inbound it. Sawyer will be the trigger person in the far corner to the left of the basket. As he passes it to Mallory, Mallory whips it back. Ziegler for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris will bring the ball up. Right-handed waist-high dribble. Goes to the middle of the floor. Now out to Banovets for three. It's bottom of the net. Matt Banovets swishes the triple. And it's 40-33, to 33, punching his fists together as Sawyer as he brings the ball up with a right-handed dribble. Pass it right side to Beisman. Beisman is knocked away by Harris. Getz comes up the floor with a left-handed dribble. Waist high, goes toward the basket, had it knocked away for an instant. Turned around, scores from five. A nice little five-foot turnaround with a one hand. And it's 40-35, to 35, St. Mary's. Out front with it, Mallory. Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't Mallory. Ziegler dribbles to his left. Now Sawyer has it. Mallory's waiting in the wing for the ball. Here's a shot from long range, no good. Mallory mistimed his jump. Coming out of there with it is Sawyer. He had timed his jump. He was going to slam it, but he mistimed his jump. Harris dribbles in the lane. Oh, man, what a great... Oh, but he missed the layup, but he's fouled. What a terrific move by Luke Harris. He was trying to take away his left hand, and he did. And then he spins to the right off of the defender, who was Jabari Sawyer, who's pleading his case to the official right now, but he clearly did follow him. So Harris goes to the free throw line with a chance to make this a one-possession game. Swoosh. We'll have another. Luke's an economics major. And swish that one, too. It's a one-point game, or a one-possession game. It was a one-point game in the first half, and see if Carlton could continue their positive ways here. As Sawyer dribbles to his right, then his left. Hands it off to Mallory. Mallory almost lost the ball. Mallory wants to go in. He shoved him away. He goes with a duck under, and they're going to have the shot blocked. Harris comes back up the floor. Harris dumps it off to Banovitz for three, and it's no good. Rebound. Coling had it knocked out of his hands. It'll belong to the Carlton Knights. A three-pointer ties this game. Carlton has never been tied. They've trailed the entire contest. 17.20 to go. 
Gibbons will be the trigger man. Passes it to Harris. Getz gets it out front to Banavets. Hands it off to Harris. Back to Banavets. They were hoping they'd get him an open three. 13 seconds on the shot clock. Harris will back up. Sawyer on him. He asks for a screen. He gets it. They look to double. And an offensive foul that's called on Carlton. Who'd they call it on? They call the Banavets illegal screen, evidently. It's second foul. So it's 40 to 37 and just on the edge there of getting that thing tied. If you get a three-point play, again, they need to make a stop. Sawyer, right side to Beisman. Beisman out front to Lockwood Jr. Swings it over to Mallory. Guarded by the freshman, Coling. Gets it out front now to Ziegler. Ziegler was guarded by Gibbons. Here's an open three. Missed it. And it goes off the hands of Banovitz. Normally, he goes up both hands. Well, they're going to give the ball to Carlton. Must have hit the, uh, the Cardinal. I didn't see that. So Gatzel inbounded. Luke Harris will bring it up with a right-handed waist-tied dribble. Passes it to Gibbons. Dribbles to his left. Now to Harris. In the lane. Layup is good. So Harris. Is leading the charge here as Sawyer dribbles to his left. Goes right toward the basket. Is shut off there by Gibbons. And we're going to have an... We're going to have a, a turnover here by St. Mary's. Carlton can take the lead on this possession. It's 40-39 to 39 as Luke Harris brings the ball up. Mallory was telling his team, let's pressure him. As he jumps on Gibbons, Getz gets it on the right side to Harris. He's going to the basket again, and he gets pushed from behind by Sawyer. Sawyer says, what did I do? And he said, you pushed him, young man. So Jabari Sawyer gets his third foul. They're going to get a bigger guy to put on Harris. And I mean, he's a lot bigger. Jamari Moore, the 6'3 junior from Broadview, Illinois. As Harris will be the trigger man here. Passes it into Getz. Getz going to hand it off back to Harris. Harris goes down the lane, throws it up off the side of the backboard, and they still don't have the lead. Ziegler brings it up left to right on your radio dial. Carlton's right to left as Ziegler gets a screen, and we're going to have again a foul on Carlton, I think. Away from the ball. Going to be on Banavitz. So two fouls. Pass goes in the corner. Moore hands it off to Beisman. Beisman gets it out front to Ziegler. Ziegler with that ball. Dribbles to his right. Lockwood Jr. pick and roll. And he goes in off glass and scores. And he's fouled. Boy, that was a very quick pick and roll. Great action there for them to get the hoop. Foul's going to be on Gibbons. And they punch it back up to a three-point lead with a chance to make it four if he can make the free throw. Bruce Lockwood Jr., the 6'3 senior from Shakopee. As we said earlier, a 60% free throw shooter. And it's good. He's made two of his three shots. 
So it's 43-39. He's got 10 points, according to the scoreboard. As Banovitz out front, Coling swings it on the left side to Getz. Getz lobs it back door, and it's intercepted. Mallory throws it down the floor, coming flying down the floor. Here's a shot. We got a travel call. They tried to get a little fancy that time as, as Beisman caught the ball, and in one fell swoop as he caught the ball, he tried to get it to Moore, and Moore ended up traveling. 43-39, St. Mary's. 15-11 to go in the game. Carlton has never led as dribbling to his left again is Harris. He'll dump it off, and it's turned over again. Coming back the other way is St. Mary's. Out front, they go with it to Lockwood Jr. Had the ball poked at. Harris is going to get called for a reach-in. So Luke has his second foul called. Nobody in major foul trouble for Carlton. They do have a guy with three fouls for St. Mary's as Gibbons is going to get a breather here. And Miles Fritch is back in the game, the senior from Eden Prairie. Pass goes in the corner to Ziegler. Gets a screen from Lockwood. Now they swing it over. On the right side, it's Mallory. He gets it on the block to Beisman. Beisman back to Mallory. Mallory loses Colding, shoots the shot. The foul's going to be called on Colding, who was trying to recover. And I did not see a lot of contact there, if there was any. Well, Colling gets called for the foul. As Mallory is at the free throw line, the chance to up the four-point lead. He makes the first one. Again, Carlton got to within one. Mallory looking for point number 12. He gets it. And they have been getting to the free throw line, and Carlton has got to get there. They're five for five from the free throw line is Carlton. They got to get there about 15 more times this half. As Harris dribbles to his right. He'll pass it. It Almost got turned over again as Lockwood Jr. is quick. Carlton has 11 turnovers with 14.29 to go in this one. Harris gets it in the corner to Getz. Left side of the hoop. Dribbles to the right. Gets it to Fritch. Fritch loses the defender and then gets it back. Lockwood Jr. is on him. Five seconds on the shot clock. Getz dumps it off underneath. Harris gets hammered as he makes the layup. I mean hammered. How he made that, I'll never know because he got crunched. Will be on Lockwood Jr. and he's a pretty put together lad. Harris got knocked to the floor, but he mental toughness, man. Chuck Sweat's going to check in, and Coling's going to get a breather. A freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So it's a four-point game. He can make it a one-possession game again if Luke Harris can make this free throw on the three-point play the old-fashioned way, and he does. So St. Mary's up by three with 14-13 to go. Ziegler snaps his left fingers as he brings the ball up. He'll bounce it top of the key to Lockwood Jr. 
Dribbles to his right, wants to turn the corner, and Harris comes around, steals the ball. Harris <laughs> just came right around him and stole the ball, and they can tie the game here with a three-point play. Harris passes it left side to Getz. Getz dribbles inside the paint. Now it's Sweat for three, and we had a tie game. 45 apiece with 13.42 to go. I'm going to write that down. 13.42, it's tied at 45. Well, you know, not nothing worthwhile in life is ever easy. <laughs> Winning the MIC is a worthwhile thing when you're a, a basketball player. Timeout by St. Mary's. 45 apiece. We're all knotted up with 13.37 to go. I hope you don't touch that dial, man. But if you have to go and get something or go somewhere and you want to know how the game ended, this game is recorded and in the GameCast folder on the KDHLradio.com website under the GameCast folder under M under the Radio On Demand tab. And, uh, of course, they I believe they have copies up on the Carleton College website as well. If you, for some reason, have to leave and don't have the opportunity to listen and want to know how it came out 1337 left in this one we're tied at 45 Luke Harris has 17 points and the scoreboard has him with 14 I knew the scoreboard was off at least the live stats say he had 17 and I know he had uh, more than what they had on the board at the half So Mallory gets the ball to bring the ball up. They get it in his hands. So between the legs dribbles. Swings on the right side to Ziegler. Gets is on Mallory. He'll get it on the right side to Beisman. Beisman step back three. It's no good. Nice box out by Fritsch to allow Harris to get the rebound. He bounces it ahead to Banovitz. Banovitz looks. Looks. He goes in the paint. And he gets the ball knotted out of bounds. Carlton will have the ball with 21 seconds on the shot clock. Of course, Matt is also an economics major. Wants to go into financial planning. The senior never seems to get flustered. Wish I was more that way. Fritsch gets it on the right side. Faking left going right. Gets, gets in the lane. He was bumped in the corner. Sweat for three. Bang! Chuck Sweat It's another big triple. And Carlton's got their first lead of the game at 48-45. 12 to go. Mallory brings the ball up. It's a screen. Dribbles to his right. Now to his left. Getz picks him up. Again, he gets away with a push-off. Now on the left side to Beisman. Beisman with 11 seconds on the shot clock. Goes up off glass. Missed it. Rebound taken down. There was nothing but blue jerseys going after that rebound. Getz out front to Harris. Harris dribbles to his right. Mallory looks to pick him up. He'll hand it off to Sweat. Sweat to Fritsch. Fritsch gets it to Getz. Gets at the free throw line. With 14 seconds in the shot clock. Another turnover as they go in. And it's a layup. Beisman gets the layup. And the Knights have a 48-47 lead. 
as that was the 12th turnover by the Carlton Knights, 11.58 to go. Going to the basket, Harris Floater missed it. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris gets it to Getz. Getz behind him to Banavets over to Fritsch. Sweat was underneath the basket, couldn't get him the ball, and he looks to dribble penetrate. The foul's going to be called on Jamari Moore. <laughs> Moore just sagged the shoulders and like, really? He's got those, what would I call those? They're not teal or not powder blue, kind of a, a tweener between teal and powder blue tennies. I was never great at my colors, I guess. 11.45 to go, pass in the corner to Fritsch. Looking to dribble, penetrate. Now Banovitz has it. Boy, a much smaller guy on him there. Fritsch gets in the lane. Getz going to shoot one for the free throw line. Missed it. Rebound taken down by St. Mary's. Knights have a one-point lead. It doesn't feel all that comfortable as going in for the basket is Mallory. And he gets fouled by Getz. That's the first foul on Spencer Gatz as Mallory goes to free throw. I'll tell you what, when he puts his head down and wants to go to the basket, he is a load. As he's at the free throw line here, again, a 70% free throw shooter on the season. Eighth leading score in the MIC. Returns for the Cardinals. Luke Harris has moved into the 29th spot on the all-time Carlton scoring list. He made them both. And they're back up 49-48 with 11.25 to go. Mallory taking it upon himself to guard Harris. It's a screen, does Harris. Bounces it in the corner. It's going to be a triple by Fritsch. And I think he stepped out of bounds. Turnover number 13. So 13 turnovers by Carlton. As Sawyer has the ball, dribbles to his right. Here's an open three, and it's no good. Well short, Fritsch gets the rebound. Here comes Carlton in fast break mode, and it's stolen away. Tried to get the ball to Banovitz. Turnover number 14. As Sawyer goes in the paint, or he was going to, dumps it off to Beisman. Now Sawyer gets it on the baseline, stops under the basket, missed it, and he's fouled by Fritsch. So Sawyer will go to the free throw line with 10.44 to go. The Cardinals up by 149-48. Fritsch gets called for his second foul. As Jabari Sawyer is at the free throw line for the St. Mary's University Cardinals, 5'11 junior from Chicago, and it's good. A swisher. And he missed the second one. The ball was whapped out of bounds, and they say it belongs to Carlton. Two-point deficit here for the Knights. You're going to have to push through and get off that losing streak as Harris has the basketball, get guarded by Mallory to get it out front, calling the freshman over to Fritsch. Fritsch stops the free throw line, gets it back to Getz. Getz going to hand it off. 
Harris gets it back to Getz in the lane, and we're going to have a foul called on St. Mary's. It's going to be on Sawyer. <laughs> Joe Fano is not real happy with the call, but 10.23 to go. That was the fourth foul, I believe, on Sawyer. Pass comes into Coling. He hands it back to Harris. Harris dribbles the right hand, right side over to Fritch. Fritch goes baseline, is double teamed. Gets goes in the lane. He dumps it on the other side. It's kicked out to Fritch for three. It's no good. Rebound back tapped by Sweat, taken out by Harris. He goes in. All kinds of contact. There were three guys there. <laughs> and one of them had to foul. <laughs> Going to be on Branham. The 6'6 sophomore from Bemidji. And, and Branham's <laughs> got some shoulders on him. So Harris is at the free throw line here. And swish. He makes this one. We got a tie game again with 10.06 to go. (laughs) Free throw is good. Almost rimmed out. So Coach Kershaw is going to take a timeout here. 10.06 to go in this one. I don't know if my ticker can take this, folks. It's 50 50. The shooting percentage is this half for Carlton. 42%. Much. Gee, there it goes again. I can't even touch the thing without it moving on me. I was trying to get it so it was a bigger font. I'm talking about the live stats here. And then it's. I lost it. They're shooting 42% overall. 50% this half after going 38% in the first half. Carlton is 3 of 5 from three-point range this half. They were 3 of 12 in the first half. So much better. But they got to get the free-throw line now. They're 5 for 5 from the free-throw line. According to this, I thought they were before that free-throw. Yeah, it says here they're 8 for 8 from the free-throw line. If they get their close to 20 times, I think Carlton wins this game. That's why I want him to get there about 20 times. 11 of 15 from the free throw line is St. Mary's. So they've outscored him by three. As we get a tie game at 50 apiece. Eight. Three pointers. Carlton has six and only three for St. Mary's. St. Mary's has the same number of field goals. We're tied at 50. So the Cardinals will inbound the ball, and Mallory will be bringing it up. They want to keep the ball in his hands, their leading scorer. And as I said before, when he gets in attack mode, he's a load. As he's in attack mode, he goes right to the basket and scores, and there's a foul. 16 points for Mr. Mallory. Coling gets called for the foul. So Coling gets called for his third foul. That's a tough cover for him. I mean, this Mallory is a load. Cameron is 6'5". He's from Joliet, Illinois, and he makes it the three-point play the old-fashioned way. He's got 17. You can see why he's one of the top scorers in the MIC conference. Almost effortless. 
Very athletic young man. So it's 53-50 on the three-point play by Mallory. Handoff goes to Harris. Mallory covering him. Dribbles to his left. Leaves it for Colling. Colling embodied up there by Lockwood Jr. Now they get it back to Harris. Harris, Lockwood Jr. picks him up on the switch. Getz had it. Getz gets it over to Fritch. You can hear them counting down the clock next to me. Harris dribbles to his right, goes in, scoops it up, and he's going to be fouled here by Lockwood Jr. and said, what did I do? Well, you're bodying him up. <laughs> you may not be reaching, but you can still foul with your body. So Harris goes back to the free throw line as Lockwood Jr.'s got his third foul. As I told you, we got to get to the free throw line, and Harris is getting there. Banovets checks back in as Miles Fritch will sit down on the cushion chair. I even got a cushion chair here. As Harris, the junior from Piedmont, California, missed it. Rebound taken out by Lockwood Jr. That's the first miss by Carlton in this game from the free throw line. Down by 353-50 with 9.20 to go. Mallory walking the ball up. Behind the legs. Through the legs, dribbles. Still has Coling on him. Pass it on the right side. Ziegler has it. Bumps it right side to Lockwood Jr. in the lane. He, he gets it in the corner. Ten-footer's no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. Gets it to Harris. Harris up the far sideline with the ball. He'll pass it on the left side. Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Lockwood Jr. Mallory has it. Mallory wants to get in attack mode here. Getz is on him. He'll dribble the top of the key, and then he's... It looked like they were trying to isolate him there, but <laughs> the coach not real happy. He should have gone. Here's a shot, long range. That's not his game. That's exactly what Carlton needs is Mallory to shoot a bunch of threes. Harris comes up the near sideline. Looks to dribble, penetrate. Gets it to Banovets. We'll set a screen for him. He gets it back to Banovitz, three top of the key. Swish by Matt Banovitz, and we're tied at 53. 8.07 to go. It's going to be a tough eight minutes here. Ziegler bounces it to Lockwood Jr. Lockwood Jr. hands it off to Ziegler for three, and it's bottom of the net. Back up to a 56-53 St. Mary's lead as Harris brings it up. Tries to get by Mallory on the left side to Coling. He gets it back to Harris. He'll shoot the three, and it's no good. Rebound, Coling almost had it. And... I think it's going to be Carlton's ball, and it is. Bano, Bano, you're 11. Bano, you're 11. Luke, you're 24 down there. As Banovets is on the block, Coling's on the other side on the block. Sweats in the far corner, and Harris lobs it into Banovets, hands it back to Harris. Harris dribbles to his right in the middle of the lane, looking to get to somebody. We're going to have a foul, I think. They were crowding him pretty good. 
They call a travel. Wow, he was fouled, and that's why he traveled. They're not going to reverse the call. Seven and a half minutes to go. Up by three are the Cardinals. It looked it looked like he got fouled, and that's why he traveled. So Mallory will bring it up across the SMU logo. Left to right. Passes it on the right side. Again, adversity. Got to persevere. Mallory goes in for the slam. He missed it. And he's going to go to the free throw line. Banovitz gets called for his third foul. So Mallory is at the free throw line. Cameron, 6'5", Juliet, Illinois. Leading scorer on this St. Mary's team. He's got 17 to lead all scorers on the floor and in the game, for that matter. No, I'm sorry. Harris has 19, so he can tie Harris with two free throws. They still have Harris with 16 on the scoreboard when he actually has 19 points. They've been three points behind nearly the whole game. As Mallory's free throw is good. Five-point lead with 7.16 to go. Well, Carlton's not going to win this game if they don't get some stops. And they got to get to the free throw line and obviously make them. Gets. Holding ran around. Now they get it to Harris. Harris dribbles to his left. They hedge out on him. He goes down the lane, and he's fouled again. Fouled again by uh, Mallory, who has a very demonstrative reaction to that one. That's Mallory's first foul, believe it or not. Has uh, Harris is at the free throw line again. Carlton's 8 for 9 from there. 14 for 18 is St. Mary's as he swishes the first one. So Gibbons is going to check in for Chuck Sweat with 6.57 to go in this game. It's 58-54. If he makes this, it's a one-possession game again. And he made the second one. So Harris makes both free throws. He's got uh, he's got 20 points now. The scoreboard says 18, but he's got 20. I can't believe he can be off the whole game like that, but they are. This <laughs> Beisman dribbles top of the key to Ziegler. Backed up and keeps the dribble. Goes to his right. Harris is on him. Passes it to Mallory. Mallory, uh, fancy dribble, step back shot is no good. They want him to be shooting from out there rather than attacking. Harris brings all the way up the floor, gets it to Banovitz. He's going to shoot the triple, and it's bottom of the net, Matt Banovitz. Cool is the other side of the pillow, and we're tied at 58. And Mallory with dribbles between the legs and behind his back and everything, but they want to force him into jump shots. Pass goes in the corner, and he turned it over. Mallory trying to get the ball in the corner to Branham. Throws the ball out of bounds, and Carlton gets it back. And that's only the sixth turnover there by St. Mary's. Carlton has uh, 15 turnovers in this game. As 
Will skip in his step. Hand off to Gibbons from Harris. Gets the ball back in the lane. Steps between two defenders. They say no foul. Gets is in the middle of the lane, and we're going to have a foul called. Man, oh, man, Harris, all kinds of contact. I don't know how you can't call a foul there. They're going to call a foul on Beisman, and Getz will be at the free throw line. Spencer Getz. The junior, 6'3", from Chaska. He missed the free throw, did Getz. In his spare time, his bio says he loves playing Frisbee golf. That's something I haven't tried, and I'm planning on doing it sometime. So Banovitz is at the free throw line as a foul happened there, and he missed the free throw. Gee, many crickets. Got to make these free throws. Bantam checks back in. Lockwood Jr. will sit down. As Banovitz has another free throw here. He made that one. Carlton has a 59-58 lead with 6.44 to go. See if they can keep it the rest of the way. Ziegler hands it off to Sawyer. Now it's Beisman. Beisman. He's going to, well, he's going to throw up an air ball. Rebound comes down. Matt Banovitz is in attack mode. Passes it over to Gibbons. Back to Banovitz for three, and he missed it. Rebound taken down by Bantam. Branham, I should say. Branham is going to set a screen for Sawyer. They get it to Ziegler out front. Mallory. If, if I were their coach, I'd be posting him up all the time. Left side, one dribble right. Sawyer shoots, misses. Rebound taken down by Getz. As Harris gets pushed to the floor by Branham. I don't understand that at all, but he did push him. And they're going to come down here and shoot free throws. I mean, I don't understand that at all. The uh, coach for St. Mary's didn't like the call, but he clearly pushed him to the floor, so <laughs> Harris is at the free throw line. The guy you shouldn't be happy with is your player, not the official, as he hits the free throw. I mean, it was it was senseless to do what he did. 21 points for Luke Harris. He missed the second one. Ball's tipped around all over the place. Harris tries to save it in bounds. Can't do it. Had to jump over the chairs. But man, oh man, we've missed three free throws. Had those three free throws, it'll be a five-point lead. It's 60 to 58. As Sawyer has the ball in his hands. He'll pass it over to Mallory. Mallory gets an attack mode, gets shut off by Gibbons. They get on the left side to Ziegler. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Two-point Carlton lead. Beisman takes one dribble, bounces it on the block. They got four seconds on the shot clock. A reverse turnaround shot, no good. Rebound taken down by Carlton.
Harris will bring it up and hand it off to Gibbons to Coling at the top of the key. Now back to Harris, guarded by Mallory. He lobs it to Gibbons, back to Harris at the free line. It gets back to Harris for three, and it's in and out. No good. Gibbons with a strong rebound comes back to the wing. Banovitz for three, and it's good. Bang, Banovitz. 63-58. Carlton. Up by their biggest lead, five, with 3.41 to go. Sawyer, right side, here's a triple. It's no, oh, man. Twice off iron goes in. Oh, my, it looked like it was going to rim off, and it went in. Talk about luck. It's a two-point lead for Carlton, 63-61. Three minutes and 34 seconds to go in this one, and that's in regulation. Uh, I sure hope we don't go to overtime. I don't know my ticker. Carlton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carlton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant. And classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. 63-61 Carleton. 22 points for Luke Harris, 14 for Matt Banovets to lead the way. Carlton is shooting 41% for the game, and they're shooting uh, 45% this half. 32% shooting this half for St. Mary's. They have made only six field goals this half. They're two of seven for three-point range. They're nine of ten from the free throw line this half, though. That's what's keeping them in it. This half, Carlton's nine of 13 from the free throw line. Again, I want Carlton to get there at least 20 times, and then I think they'll win. 63-61, 3.34 to go. They're going to put on pressure here is St. Mary's. Harris looks to bring it up with Mallory on him. Well, he's got those long arms. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Out front to Getz. Two-hand chest pass to Harris. Gets by Mallory. Layup is good. He blew by Mallory. And it's 65-61. Mallory turned his head for an instant, and Luke said, I'm going, and he did. Pass comes out front. Sawyer looks to drive baseline, stops underneath, and they're going to call a foul, I think, on Banovich. And it is on Banovich, and that's his fourth. Well, he can't afford to... Lose him, 3.07 to go. Sawyer at the free throw line. Takes three dribbles and missed it. He's not very happy with himself. He makes this. It's a three-point game with 3.07 to go. So big free throw for St. Mary's, and he makes it. It's a swish. And the free throw line just might be the difference in this one. They're on the doorstep of 20 free throws is St. Mary's. Under three minutes to go. It's a three-point lead. You need efficiency down the stretch here if you're Carlton. 
Harris dribbles to his right. Top of the key, keeps the dribble, gets it on the block to Coling. Coling guarded by Mallory, shoots the shot under the... Oh, it went partway down, did not come all the way down. And Coling couldn't control the ball as he goes out of bounds. Boy, that was partway down and just popped out. And a three-pointer of any way, shape, or form ties the game here for St. Mary's. And sitting down is going to be Adamovic. Is rolling the ball in as Ziegler, and they pick it up about half court. Sawyer, guarded by Gibbons. Dribbles to his left. They hedge out on him. Actually, they switch. Ziegler for three. Bang. Tie game. As he hits the three, 65 apiece, 228 to go. Harris brings the ball up. This is where you really need, obviously, super efficiency down the stretch. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Right? Was going to bounce it to Coling. It's a turtle. Coming back the other way is St. Mary's. Pass on the right side. Ziegler just popped that triple. Sawyer will back up. They're going to use clock here. We're tied at 65. We're approaching two minutes to go in the game. Sawyer dribbles to his left. Now he dribbles to his right. Ziegler another three. And it's a gutter. It's another good one. Ziegler it's another triple. And it's 68-65. Timeout Carlton. One minute. 48 seconds to go. 68-65. St. Mary's back in one minute. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Ziegler now sits at 15 points. He is 5 of 8 from three-point range. He's the difference. They have seven threes. Carlton has nine threes. St. Mary's is 15 of 20 for the free throw line. Carlton is 12 of 16. Minute 48 to go. It's 68-65. I don't think uh, it would be outlandish to say they have to score here. Gibbons gets it out front to Harris. They have the double high post that time. Gibbons turns to face the basket, gets it to Getz on the block. Getz goes into Ziegler, passes it out to Banovitz. Banovitz wants to get inside, can't do it. He hands it off to Coling under the basket. He scores. Ziegler wisely does not foul him. That was a smart move on his part. As Mallory looks to bring the ball up, it's a one-point Cardinal lead with a minute 19 to go. Carlton has to have a stop here. And a timeout by St. Mary's. They're going to draw up a play to, of course, push up their lead. They hope a three-point play would make it a four-point game. It's 68-67. St. Mary's, a minute 15 to go in this game. Oh, my. You're in tune to KDHL. Radio home for the Carlton Knight men's basketball team as they take on Bethel Monday night at home. It'll be nice to be back home. Carlton has lost just one game at home. That was their season opener at St. John's that they almost won. Had Miles Fritz been able to have that thing go in instead of rim off the way it looked like it was on when he shot it 
It just rimmed off at the front of the iron. And they would have beaten St. John's. Nobody's been able to beat them. Johnny's are undefeated. and They've been kind of rolling over people. That was their closest game of the Carleton season. ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges and the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. Well, it's going to be an interesting one minute and 15 seconds. Cardinals are up 68-67. They will have the ball 22 seconds on the shot clock. As he inbounded, Sawyer brings it up the floor. He's on the floor along with Mallory who has it. Left side Ziegler, he's got the hot hand. They double out on him and they call a foul. going to be on Luke Harris. Well, that was way away from the basket. I frankly did not see that, but that's his third. So Ziegler goes to the free throw line. And maybe they said in the huddle we're going to do this. I don't know. He makes this. It's a three-point game with a minute four to go. Don't have a chance for a three-point play if you're at the free throw line, but I personally don't ever like giving up points. So it's 70 to 67. As Gibbons will bring the ball up for Carlton. He bounces it to Banavez. Got to be strong with the ball here. Harris goes in, layup, missed it. Rebound taken down by Mallory. They call a foul on Harris. <laughs> I didn't see Mallory, uh, him hit Mallory, but Mallory's uh, got the trainers coming out here, and I think he's okay. I think a little acting job here. <laughs> he's okay. He never got hit. <laughs> he just leaned back and held his head like he got hit. <laughs> the trainers came out, and he said, he's okay. So he's at the free throw line here. Has a chance to put this up uh, two possessions here with under a minute to go. Missed it. Well, that helps. We need him to miss this one too. 55.5 seconds to go. Everything's got to fall your way if he makes this, and he does. So you got to get a quick score here if you're Carlton. Harris calls a timeout as he brings it across midcourt. 53.8 seconds to go. Cardinals 71, Knights 67. In the finals. Timeout, Knights, full timeout. It's 71-67 in favor of the... St. Mary's University Cardinals. Carlton's had, well, he had a five-point lead at one point. It was their biggest of the game, but they obviously couldn't sustain it. And so it's 71-67. Mallory's got 20 points. They still have Luke Harris's points wrong on the scoreboard. They've had him wrong the whole game. 
He's got 24, and the scoreboard says he has 21. Banovets has 14, and then uh, Getz has eight. Sweat off the bench with three triples for, for nine. Cummings has six points. On two triples, they did get that other triple. Remember, I told you he sunk two in the first half, and they, they obviously found it because I, I was pretty sure I wasn't that crazy. <laughs> so Spencer Getz will inbound it. Carlton has to score on this possession. There's no way, shape, or form that they can win this without scoring here. And then they need to stop. They're going to alley. They're going to throw it into the corner there. Here's a shot by Banovets. It's good. Banovets hits the triple. Lockwood Jr. hit the floor. I don't know what happened there, but they don't want to foul, I guess. And we're gonna have a travel. St. Mary's 71. Carlton 70. 44 seconds to go in the game. In regulation. And uh, so Getz is gonna check out here. A sweat, the uh, three-point shooter, is in the game. A three would give him a two-point lead. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Sweats in the left corner. They get it to Harris. Harris almost lost the ball, goes up, shoots, and score! How did he make that shot? Another circus shot, another horse shot by Luke Harris. <laughs> wow, he just underhanded it, and he had enough strength to get it in through contact, no less. Foul was called on Beisman, so they can make this a three-point play, which they wanted, and get themselves a two-point lead with 34 seconds to go, 33.9 to be precise. So Harris needs to make this free throw. It's a huge one. And it's good. He swished it. So it's 73-71. And St. Mary's is going to take a timeout and try to map a game-winning shot here. There's three-second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. St. Mary's will inbound it in front of their bench, I think, when we resume action with Carlton on top 73-71. The Knights had to fight their tail off to get this lead. And all they need is one more stop. And they'll go home with a happy bus ride on a very cold Minnesota evening. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. 29.7 seconds to go in the game. 26 seconds on the shot clock. Beisman will inbound it. You would think Mallory would be the man, although Ziegler can hit threes like nobody's business. They have Gibbons on Ziegler. Well, they're just going to go for... Uh, 
Pass Ziegler for three. It's no good. Rebound put back in. Oh, my. It was stolen away, and Lockwood Jr. scores. We're tied at 73, 12 seconds to go. Timeout. Coach Kershaw wants to get a game winning bucket here. 8.9 seconds to go in regulation. 73-73. Nobody could secure that after the miss Ziegler three. Nobody was able to secure the rebound. Lockwood Jr. got it. Kissed it off window and retired at 73. Oh, man. My ticker is pa-pounding, pa-pounding, Federated pa-pounding. Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Oh, my. We're tied at 73. <laughs> oh, if they've been able to secure that rebound, this game would have been over. But that's how it goes. Tied at 73. Give Lockwood Jr. all the credit, right? He ended up with it and kissed it off glass, and we had a tie game. But Carlton has a shot to win this thing. Nine seconds. They put an extra tenth of a second on the clock. There's nine seconds to go in regulation. Luke Harris will inbound it right in front of me. On the floor with Banovich. Sweats in the left corner. Gibbons is on the floor. Along with Coling and Banovitz, as I said, Sweats is in the left corner. Harris will inbound it. Mallory is jumping like a jumping bean in front of him. Handoff goes to Harris. Harris is going to bounce it into Banovitz, who got pushed. Banovitz goes to his right, goes up off glass, misses. Sweat puts it in. They scored. I think they scored. I think it'll count. Sweat put it back in. Chuck Sweat gets the game-winning hoop on a putback. As the ball, as the buzzer was going off, Chuck Sweat. It's the man, 75-73, Carlton, and boy, did they need that College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carlton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. What a game. What a win for the Carleton Knights. 75-73. Oh, that is so awesome. So awesome. As uh, Ryan... Kershaw, that was one of the best games I've seen in a long time because the right team won. We got a little lucky there at the end, Gordy, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. hats off to our team hanging in there and, and uh, certainly didn't get out to a great start there in the first half. Uh, but the first five minutes of the second half were huge and just the way that the guys played and battled and, and stayed in there. And, and uh, we just had a couple lapses there where we, our execution wasn't very good defensively, um, you know, around the two, two and a half, three minute mark there. But our guys stayed in there. They hung in there and, and, uh, and, and uh, just a huge, you know, uh, very relieving uh, win, I think, more than anything uh, today. Boy, they just, I mean, Sweat just beat the buzzer there on that putback. 
Yeah, that was pretty impressive. All the guys in the huddle told him, you know, after we called the play, they all said crash, 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 crash zone, crash zone, and he was right in the right spot at the right time and, and uh, paid off. We have to start calling him crash. Yeah, that's right. That, that, that nickname would be a fitting one for him, too, because he plays so hard, and and uh, no doubt about it, he's a very good offensive rebounder, and he had a good game today. He had some, uh, some yep. huge threes for us there in the second half, which was great. Absolutely. I think three threes in the game. You guys finished the game. Ten threes. And you needed every one of them. We obviously. needed them all. We needed all the free throws. We needed we needed every 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 rebound, every possession, and and uh, just a hard fought win. And and very glad we were get out get out of here with one today. Monday night, you have Bethel coming to your place. Always going to be a tough game. Bethel, Coach Phil's going to have his guys ready. They're playing pretty well right now. Had a huge win against Davis last weekend. Um, you know, I think last time, I don't know what their result was today against St. Olaf, but I believe we, uh, we, we'll we either be tied with them or close in the standings with them. So um, and we've been playing well at home, and we need to carry that, uh, continue that uh, as we move into the, the second half of the conference season here. Yep, just one loss at home. If there was one thing in this game that you thought was key in your win, what would you say it was? Yeah, I thought our guys stayed pretty connected there. I mean, they just stayed, they just stayed in the fight, you know, which was which was pretty good and and we, we did a better job uh, of not turning the basketball over there in the second half I mean we really we had a couple there but uh, in the first half we had eight and they were just pretty loud and we just you know honestly a lot of wasted possessions and much better the ball that's yeah, just just much better we you know our balls and we've been good at it outside the last game where we had 20 um, at McAllister, I mean, it's been a strength of our team as we've been taking care of it, and you know, I think that was huge in the second half tonight, just taking care of the basketball a little bit better, and just you know, being able to get some quality possessions, quality shots, and and uh, you know, Luke getting to the basket was was huge, and got some fouls, and and uh, yeah, just a just a very very satisfying win. Well, the number one stat in my mind. The glass, 43-26 in favor of your Carlton Knights. That's pretty good, and, you know, uh, no doubt about that. And, you know, uh, you know, to hold them in the second half, they shot under 40% from the field, which yep. was pretty good. And so you're going to have more chances to rebound, and, and uh, so that was, that, was, that was very good. And meanwhile, you guys shot fifty percent in the second half. So, well, when you take care of the basketball, it makes it a little easier to get to get uh, quality sure shots from that standpoint. Thanks, Ryan. Thank Appreciate you, it. Congratulations Thank again. You. Have a happy bus ride and a cold night in Minnesota. Yeah, that was Ryan Kershaw, and that was awesome. The Carlton Knights win it. The final score is. 75-73. The paper stats are right here, and I'm going to share them with you right now. Yep, the paper stats. Again, 75-73 on a putback at the buzzer by Chuck Sweat, who finishes with 11 points in this game. He was 3 of 6 from Freyland. Chuck Crash Sweat as he crashed the boards and made it happen. Luke Harris finished with 27 tonight. Luke had seven rebounds and three assists in 32 minutes, 12 seconds. 17 for Matt Banavets. He was four of eight from Freyland in 33-41, rebounds and two assists. By the way, Carlton had 19 assists on their 26 field goals. That's impressive. St. Mary's had 16 assists on their 24. Not too shabby either. Spencer Getz finished the game with eight points, four assists, and nine rebounds. Not far off a double-double there. Sam Colding was uh, guarding the best player on the other team for much of this game, and he had four points, two rebounds, and one assist, or at least the best scorer on the other team. Doesn't necessarily mean they're the best player, I guess. As uh, Let's see here. Uh, Alex Gibbons had two points, five assists, and three rebounds. Finds other ways to 
help his teammates when having an off-night shooting. Just an incredible performance. Zito came in, played some quality, 4.53 minutes in the first half, I thought. And uh, Gabriel Cummings also was good off the bench. They needed every point they could get tonight. <laughs> Six points by Gabriel Cummings. He had one... Uh, Rebound in nine minutes and fifty-six or in uh, nine minutes and fifty seconds. St. Mary's. Played just eight players in this game. Nine players were played by Carlton, eight players by St. Mary's. They were led by their leading scorer, Cameron Mallory, at twenty points, five rebounds, two assists, played thirty-seven minutes and thirty seconds. He was nine of eleven from the free throw line, five of ten from the field, one for two from Treyland. Beisman had ten points, three assists, five rebounds. He was 0 for four from three-point range, shot five of fifteen from the field. Sawyer had nine points. He had five assists in 25 minutes and 26 seconds. Ziegler had 17 on five of nine shooting from Treyland. He was two of two from the free throw line, five of nine from the field. And those were the leading scorers. Four guys in double figures. Bruce Lockwood also had, Bruce Lockwood Jr., 12 points and six rebounds. But again, Carlton, I thought the big stat of this game was the glass. 43-26, they out-rebound the St. Mary's University Cardinals. Points in the paint, 30-28 to 28 in favor of Carlton. Those final two obviously took the tie away in the points in the paint with the tip-in at the buzzer. 21 points off turnovers for SMU. Carlton's got to quit those turnovers. 13 points off turnovers for Carlton. That's a huge difference in a close game like this. Second chance points, Carlton 13, SMU 4. Fast break points 8-4 in favor of St. Mary's. And the bench points for Carlton 17-5. 17-5 off the bench. Another key stat in this one. We had 7 ties. We had five lead changes in this game. Carlton only had the lead five minutes and six seconds in the game, which is why I hate that statistic. Because <laughs> the only thing that matters is the final score. 75-73 Carlton. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, the Cardinals are feeling this one. But Carlton needed that. After losing last Saturday at Concordia and losing Wednesday at McAllister. It's nice to get that road win. We're back home on Monday against a good Bethel team. We'll get underway at 6.45 here on KDHL. A 7 o'clock tip-off. It'll be very, very cold. And hopefully there'll be shooting lights out on Monday night. Till then, this is Gordy Cosfeld. A big thank you to Carleton College. Also, Federated Mutual Insurance and Amesbury Truth for bringing you our Carleton Night broadcasts. Till Monday. Hope everybody stays warm. It's listening in Minnesota. If you're listening in warm areas, lucky, lucky you. This is Gordy Cosfeld. Have a fan.